My name's Amanda Nelson. I'm a Master Energist and the Lightworkers Guide, and I'm keeping an eye on what's rippling across the universal energy grids during this phase of the Ascension. I like to share my unique perspective when I feel there's something valuable enough to share. And when I see energetic trends appear or change, I like to update you and let you know what I'm observing. I've been observing two common trends rippling through the universal energy grids at the moment. Ascension trends for late August and into the beginning of September 2021 then. The first is silent panic and the second is unlikely partnerships. Let's dig into them separately. Let's look at panic first. There's a lot of panic about at the moment. Panic is related to fear and panic's a response to fear that has all the reasoning and common sense ripped out of it. When fear is in, is in its healthy form, it's intended to be for our benefit. I've never believed that experiencing fear is actually a bad thing. I may not like how I feel when I'm afraid, but I think fear is generally designed to be beneficial. It commands our focus, it steers our attention towards something that our instincts tell us is really important for us to be aware of. In other words, fear focuses us on a perceived threat. I was reading a really interesting book called Bulletproof by Evie Pumpuras, and she spoke a lot about the importance of understanding the way we each respond to fear. She worked as a special service agent and she said that understanding our relationship with fear enables us to retain mastery over how we respond when we're exposed to it. And with practice, our reaction becomes a choice, not a spontaneous reflex. She had some really lucid insights, actually. Page 23 onwards in chapter one of her book, Bulletproof, if you're interested. When we feel fear, we usually respond with fight or flight or freeze responses. And any of these can be beneficial or detrimental, depending on how you apply it when you feel afraid. But if you can learn how to use your fight and flight and freeze responses beneficially, you know, if you can learn how to beneficially navigate through anything fearful using them, then you have mastery over fear. It's really going to help you to practice this during this phase of our ascension. So observe how you responded when faced with something that created a fear in you in the past. Think back over the most significant events of your lifetime. You were afraid. And so what did you do? And did that equate to a fight or a flight or a freeze response? And looking back over it, did you use that flight, fright and freeze response beneficially or if you're honest with yourself, did you actually use it and it was detrimental to you? Now, I have to say, honestly, that when I'm really very fearful, I have a tendency to freeze. I tend to be lost for words and I become truly immobilised. This may be beneficial sometimes, but it's not always the case. Sometimes the most beneficial response is actually to run and take flight as fast as I can. So consider... Do you tend to have a go-to response? Do you fly? Do you fight? Do you freeze? Now, I've begun to practice deliberately not freezing when I'm feeling fearful at the moment. I kind of choose not to freeze while I consider what's the most beneficial response 
in any given opportunity. As soon as I'm aware of feeling uh, fear, as soon as it starts to rise, I deliberately become self-aware so that I don't then react in a way that's habitual. I don't want to be responding repeatedly in the same way as I always might. Now, Evie also talks about this too in her book. Not responding in the way you might usually respond, she says, gives you a distinct advantage over whoever or whatever you are facing. It's a real art, this. How do you master your fear response so that it's beneficial and empowering rather than detrimental and disempowering? How can you, in that moment of facing your fear, retain a clear enough head just for long enough for you to be able to reason effectively? Trend one, then. In your moment of fear, are you able to retain a clear enough head for long enough for you to be able to reason effectively so that you choose beneficially and above all else, you don't panic. Let's talk about panic a little bit. Let's imagine you've booked into a hotel and when you walk into your bedroom, you see a ghost in the middle of the room in front of you. And let's say it made you afraid. You panic and you jump out of the window to escape. Now, the ghost will most likely not harm you. But for many people, seeing a ghost in the middle of a room would make them panic enough to make them jump. And it's the panic that makes you jump out of the window. It's never the ghost. When would you ever consider leaping out of a window to be the safest response in that situation? It's only when all sense and reasoning has been overcome with that panic that such nonsensical choices seem to be good ones. Panic rips all the reasoning out of your fear response and panic is rippling across the energy grids at the moment. And what's more, it's a silent panic. Unreasoned thinking in the decisions people are making in all sorts of communities and that includes the ones that you and I may belong to. People that are panicking are making choices that don't make sense when you've had a chance to take some time, think some more about it. Try not to follow anyone that's panicking as they disappear down their rabbit hole. So the first trend that I've been working on recently is approaching fear with conscious in the moment reasoning. Right, Fear is a beneficial instinct, but loss of reasoning while fearful, though, is not. There's no need for anyone to panic in this phase of the ascension. When you feel any fear rising, just take a moment, take a breath or two. Ask yourself, is this fear current or is it something from the past? Is this fear true or is it imagined in this moment? OK, am I OK? Am I okay? And if this most definitely is a fear that belongs to this moment, consider your options. What's going to be most beneficial in this moment? Is it to fight? Is it to fly? Is it to freeze? Whatever you do, though, don't forget that panic is not your friend during this part of the ascension. Spread the word about it in your networks. 
The second theme that's rippling through the energy grids, the second of the trends at the moment, is a lot simpler to explain. So it's going to take me about 30 seconds at the most to explain this. It's about observing the coming together of unlikely partnerships. This is not as great a trend as the panic one is, but it is worth mentioning nonetheless, because it might grow to be something that you observe for yourself, in your families, within your friend group, in your communities, maybe even nationally or internationally. Partnerships, people that normally would not get together are getting together. People who parted acrimoniously have been coming back together long enough to complete their relationship honourably. People with unfinished business fleetingly reconnecting long enough to make their peace. And people coming together to begin something fresh and new. Often even the most unlikely partnership overcoming their obvious differences. Fascinating. I did say it would only take 30 seconds though. So these two trends then rippling across the universal energy grids for this phase of the ascension. Silent panic unlikely partnerships. Look out for them in your life. Let your friends know about them so that we can support one another and remain connected. I'll keep watching the universal energy grids and when I see the trends shift or change, I'll be sure to let you know. Until next time.